Welcome to Cowboys, not Eggheads. Home of the brave, not home of the fearful. The world needs more cowboys and fewer eggheads. We're everywhere podcasts are found. So tell your fellow cowboys, and let's keep the conversation alive on Facebook and Twitter. And now, Cowboys, not Eggheads, with Sam Fisher. Welcome to Cowboys Not Eggheads. Today I'm going to do something that's a little bit out of the norm, and it's something that I um, have wondered about doing. I, I, I try and keep my political past out of this, and uh, we try and keep politics out of this. But we're going to tell a story today of Pizzagate, um, which I was, uh, my mother-in-law called me Deep Dish instead of Deep Throat. You can you can laugh, Tom Lewis, my guest. <laughs> um, so, I am the actual the the person that was the source of that story. I, I don't know if Ben Nelson knows that or not. I really don't care. Um, but it was just an example of something I did in in, in my political operative life. And uh, so the story goes. Um, well, first of all, welcome Tom Lewis, my friend, who was a witness to Pizzagate and who actually was the official source. I just leaked it to the media. Tom was the one who actually went on the record, which is very courageous when you think about it. I'll tell that story in a minute. Yeah, you sure will. Um, Tom's a longtime friend. He's been mentioned on this podcast before. His brother's been on. um, High school roommates, etc. He's a uh, a dentist in the Omaha metro area. and um, So... Thanks for being here, Tom. Glad to be here, yeah, Sam. Thanks. This is fun stuff. Yeah, it is. This one, this story is fun. So the story of Pizza Go Gate is basically the history of it is on December twenty fourth, two thousand nine. Ben Nelson was the deciding vote on Obamacare, the American uh, Care Act, and at the time there was a tremendous amount of pressure on Senator Nelson. There was the whole Cornhusker kickback, and he'd worked out a deal with Harry Reid and. And it was quite contentious in Nebraska political waters at that time. My role, I had been hired by three separate clients who I won't name to uh, make sure that Senator Nelson knew that there were constituents in Nebraska who didn't agree with the Affordable Care Act. And, and one, of the, one of the things I did is I put together a coalition of physicians and patients called, or excuse me, yeah, physicians called... Uh, uh, coalition to protect patients' rights, and Tom was on actually part of that. And uh, we had for weeks been trying to locate Senator Nelson. You know, you couldn't get a meeting with him. You couldn't. You know, it, it, it was difficult to find him. It was where it was kind of a Where's Waldo kind of a situation. And so on December twenty fourth, two thousand nine, the actual thing passes. So on January eighth, two thousand ten, Tom and I actually went out for dinner for the express reason of commiserating over the fact that Obamacare was the law of the land. And uh, we went out to a place in West Omaha called Dante Pizzeria Napolitana. And as we were about to finish our dinner... Which the whole discussion during our dinner was about... It was about, it was about, the, about Nelson and about what a messed up right. world we lived in, etc., uh, I just remember Tom saying, 
<laughs> Sam, there he is. There he is. I'm like, what are you talking? What do you mean there he is? What are you talking about? It's Nelson. It's Nelson. And I turn around my shoulder, and sure enough, there's been Nelson walking out towards the door. With with James Martin Davis. No, no, no. Actually, that's incorrect. If you remember right, James Martin Davis had plausible denial because oh, he, he left, left early. early that's so right. he yeah. said it never happened, which is the truth right. in his mind. Right, right. Total plausible denial. But yeah, he walked. I think with with his wife Diane. I think I can't. I can't remember. I think just him. Do you remember? Was it? I think it was with his wife. I think that. Um, I think that um, James Martin Davis had left. He had it, already left to get. I think he was getting the car, or maybe they he was he driving left separately. Early, maybe yeah, ten minutes prior, in which we recognized him. Um, but so here comes Ben, and I don't know uh, if we knew they were together. Uh, <clears throat> no, at the time we did not until right. later in the newspaper. That's right. I mean, it was a pretty good assumption. Yeah. Uh, and so, well, here's what Jerry Craddaville wrote, uh, and then we can go back and provide color commentary. Um, is he the player? Who was the, the un- then unknown street sweeper uh, at Leavenworth Street. And he wrote... Friday night at Dante Pizzeria Napolitana, a customer hailed Senator Nelson to his table as Nelson walked by shouting, Ben, Ben, Ben. Simultaneously, people at the other table started booing and giving him the thumbs down. The person who hailed him said to Nelson, I'm very disappointed in your vote, Senator. Nelson replied, okay, thank you. But as the booing continued, and as Nelson picked up the pace to get out of there, a woman yelled very loudly, somebody get him the hell out of here. <clears throat> Responding to Politico, Nelson's spokesperson, Jake Thompson, stated, if somebody yelled that comment, Senator Nelson didn't hear it, lie, and he did hear positive comments from others in the restaurant. I doubt it. But, uh, but this morning on KFAB, Omaha attorney and former... Uh, Democrat 2nd District Congressional Candidate James Martin Davis reportedly said that he and his wife were at the restaurant with Senator Nelson and his wife and another couple, and it absolutely never happened. It's a fiction. That's what Davis says. <laughs> Davis reportedly said a couple people came into their table to say, hi, Senator, and there was some woman who said, bad vote, but there was no shouting, etc. James words Davis followed up by saying, I don't know what Politico is. Shocking. Now, maybe Davis was in the restrooms at the time, but his account couldn't have been more different than that of local dentist Dr. Tom Lewis, our guest today, quoted in Politico or or of Leavenworth Street Source, who was me. And yes, I did know who Street Sweeper was way back in 2011. I was the only one. I know people <laughs> don't believe that, but it's true. Actually, a lot of people thought I was Streeper. But anyway, up so uh, so that was kind of the the story that street sweeper reported now is that pretty close and that's i had given that information to jerry is that kind of the way you remember it yeah that's <clears throat> that's pretty much the way i remember it and it's funny because uh as the years have gone by uh, it's it's faded a bit but when we talk about it it, it all comes rushing back but I, it was a big deal yeah i try to remember if <clears throat> i try to remember did, did that really happen you know it seemed like almost kind of dream like it was it was um, over 11 years ago yeah and uh it, it was how ironic the fact that we were, you know, we we, we had talked about getting together to, yeah, to you know, to commiserate. And, yeah. and how ironic that I'd spend, spent months trying to track this guy down to get yeah. what we call an intercept on him. Uh, and there he is. There he is. <laughs> it was I, unbelievable. I, I think he was, I think I could see him and he was behind you. 
and um, yep, I'm like son of a bee. There, no, I mean <laughs> this, this happened in a period of. I mean, it it wasn't like a two minute event. It was a t- ten second event. Yeah. Really, it was just like boom. Whip, whip, whip. I, I'm I, like Tom. You got to say something. Yeah, you, I think and I, said, I just remember you saying um, you were like. Um, I think I tried to get you to say. I said you, you should say something. You're like I don't think I can. And you, in a very disappointed in your vote center, and you said it in a very deep dark tone. And I remember looking over to my right, and there was a cocktail table, uh, race cocktail table. Um, they don't have those anymore there, but they did at the time. And I remember, because you said, very disappointed in your vote, Senator. Yeah. And yeah. I remember this woman literally cupping her her mouth, yeah. going, yeah. boo, boo. And he picked up the pace and beelined it out the door. Yeah. Um, he, he His response to me was, was very short. Like It's like it was said in that... Um, it was like, oh, okay, thank you. Okay, you thanks. Know, he was kind of, he was kind of shocked. Yeah, I, he was, he was just being uh, a politician, walking through the place, smiling, and yeah. um, you know. And so the, the the aftermath of that is really the fun story because Mark Falson, who was the chairman of the Nebraska Republican Party, and I were, t- I don't, I was, uh, they were a client of mine at the time, I re- as I recall. And Mark's a friend of mine, also. Uh, sure, okay, yeah, yeah, you know Mark, and so. I just kind of casually said, well, hey, I, I was out. I think I might even sit up out with Lewis because I knew that you knew him the other night. And we saw Nelson. He got booed out of the, and, and And I didn't even think to – again, I was I was stealth. I, I, in my years as a political operative, I prided on myself on people not really knowing what I was doing. Because I did a lot of things in Nebraska people know about. But Pat, I'm patting myself on the back. But uh, – <laughs> uh, I, I, so I didn't run to the media or leak the media, and I probably should have. I, I wasn't, you know, it was over. It wasn't. I wasn't going to do anything good for my client at that point because the vote had already been taking place. But my clients. But I told. I mentioned that to, to Falson, and then Falson, you know, a couple of days later, because that was on a Friday night, and then this thing broke. I think Wednesday or Thursday the next it was, week. It was Wednesday, and I'll it tell you how Wednesday. I know that. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, okay. Uh, as I talked to Falson, and, and he told us. Roll call, or not the roll call, it was a um, political reporter. What had happened? The political reporter calls me, and uh, I said, yes, it happened. I can't go on the record. I and, and maybe that's the difference between me and other political operatives. Maybe other political operatives would have seized the opportunity to, to pound their chest, and I just I did not want to go on the record. So I, I said, well, call my friend. And I, I think I said, let me call the guy that was with me and see if it's all right if you you know, call him. And we, I think we talked yeah. We're like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. I mean, it was the truth. So I, then I, yeah. It was the truth. It, yeah. it happened. It was a very easy story to tell. Yeah. I mean, you know, truth, truth will set you free every time. Uh, as Ben Nelson discovered was not the case. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, they, they called you and then you take it from here. I mean, like, so the th- it was an, it was a national story. Your name was mentioned by Rush Limbaugh. Yeah. Yeah. It was mentioned by Sean Hannity. Yeah. I mean, it was nuts. Tell yeah. us about the aftermath. So, so it, uh, I'm also a, uh, um, a professor at Creighton at dental school. And so I was, uh, you, you got to remember this was 11 years ago. So I don't believe I was carrying a cell phone with me at the time. I may have been, but we didn't use them like we do now. No. And so um, I think my office got called. I think um, the political reporter called my office and they said, this he's down at Creighton. And so they called... I, I'm I'm at I'm at Creighton and uh, one of the uh, other professors came up and they said, "Hey, there's a there's a call here for you from there's a call from somebody in D.C. Um, with Politico." And looking back on it, it's kind of funny because you you wouldn't 
answer the phone now, you'd probably say, you know what, just I'll call him back, take a message, whatever. Yeah, but, but I was I like, probably knew he was coming because I told you it was. Coming. Yeah, I think I knew it was coming, and so I didn't think that's where he tracked me down at. But so I went and picked up the uh, extension at the dental school, and and it was like, Joe. I can't remember his name. Like, uh, reporter's name was Manu M A N U Raju R A J U. But anyway, okay, yeah, you're. So they a, called your phone, and the story broke, and then what? So, so I'm at the dental school, and and then what, he had he had asked, you know, I hadn't, I mean, it was kind of on my mind, but you know, I didn't realize it was going to blow up like it did. But um, so one of the other professors came up, and they said the guy said it was something about did you have pizza with Ben Nelson the other night. I'm like, no, but <laughs> <laughs> kind of, um, uh, but um, and so he he got my my side of the story, and it was. It was just how Sam described it, um, and I and I told that story. So I don't know if it was the next. I think it might have been the next day. I'm at my office and um, <laughs> and I'm I'm with a patient, and I run into my office to uh, um, you know check my emails between patients. I think it was close to lunchtime, and um, I. And once again, 11 years ago, you know, email was a major form of communication. There wasn't text flying around. It was a lot of things came through on email. And I had 500 and some emails on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, were, what did they say? Screw you? Or were they like, no, they were you, all or? like, you were, it was a lot of them were my friends and, and family and oh, stuff. People like, that know you. People that know me. And they're like, you were just on, you were just on Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> <laughs> and I think Rush was, uh, you know, it, that was for sure over the lunch hour. Cause it was like, it was rush yeah, time. Right. And I, I was amazed at how many people were actually listening to Rush at the time. The power of the media. Yeah, yeah. If you, if you don't think that guy had, um, you know, going on and people listening to him, they were, at least in this state at that time. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the gist of that was like somebody's lying here. And um, well, then that was that was the crazy part of it is because it was like a seven. It was a dream. Had this had this all been going on before the vote, it would have been a. I would have been a star to my clients because. It was the story that kept building on itself. Yeah. Like day one denial, day two no. Well, maybe it happened. And day three, David says it didn't happen. It was just a nightmare of a story for Nelson because it, there was about four different variations of it. The truth was always the same, but the Nelson camp. The more the pressure, the more the media, the more that thing changed. It became so a little bit. It was bit. really kind of a masterpiece uh, in the political. I mean, in my world, it was a masterpiece, but it was after the fact. Um, who knows? Maybe if that would have happened prior to the vote, maybe there, we could have changed history, Tom. I don't yeah, know. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. But I doubt it. You know, the record, I doubt it. But yeah, I'd like to think that. You know, I mean that 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 is something to think about. And I don't, I don't, you know, if we have younger listeners, I don't know if people remember how big of a deal that was, but it was a big deal at the it, time. It was tremendous divisiveness, um, a lot of heat, a lot of. I mean. It, it, it literally he was the the last vote that they they had to get to secure that in the Senate. He was this, and so um, it was a big deal. He never he did not, and that's that's why I had clients hire me to 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 I, I don't I didn't lobby. I put grassroots pressure on him, but you know we didn't know where it was at. I mean I, I always knew he was going to vote for it, but in my back of my in my mind. But and that's and that's why there was the heat. I mean, he just he held out. He held out, and and he, I have not read his biography, and I probably should. He he recently published a biography about it, and there I, there is a there is a chapter I think about the Cornhusker kickback and all that stuff. 
But I mean, he was basically he was dancing on the middle of the line, trying to get what 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 he wanted. And so, in a way, maybe he should be admired for his legislative skills, uh, in the sense of he was, he got what he wanted because he held out. But um, yeah, it was it's a historic it was a historic time, and and um, I don't uh, it, I don't you, think people know the the story of Deep Dish. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, and. You'd been involved in politics for a long time, so it was, you know, it's part of the game for you. But for me, it was so eye-opening that, like, here's what happened, and then how twisted it got, you yeah. know, in the next... And, you know, I think you were like, yeah, that's just how it works, you know, and, um, you know, they're going to come on and say what they're going to say. They're going to try to hedge a little bit and say, well, it happened more like this, and, and that's that's but what, that's what was, happened. It was a four- or five-day story for Nelson. I... I, I should probably go back and archive those articles because it was a thing of beauty and then it was just brutal and then the uh and i mean historically what happened is he didn't run for office again yeah (laughs) i mean i don't know if he knew he was already on the way out and that's why he did it i don't know you know um but at i think kfab the next day i don't remember who their afternoon afternoon talk talk show was Uh, at at that time time it would have been um it wasn't steve no wasn't steve brown um no it wasn't steve brown it was a Becca. It might have been. It Becca. might have been. Ba- I think it was, it was Becca. Probably Becca. I think it was Becca. And you hear that, Tom Becca? <laughs> Tom and I know each other. Uh, and and uh, Becca had James Martin Davis on, I believe. Who <laughs> said know? this absolutely didn't happen? <laughs> yeah, and, and it's absolutely and, true. And, uh, and his, he never saw it happen. That's correct. <laughs> and then you know, and, and and I think Becca. What the funny thing was, I went back and listened to it, but Becca was like. Uh, well, somebody's lying here. I don't know if it's the uh, good doctor from La Vista or if it's <laughs> Counselor J- James Martin Davis. You know. Well, the truth was nobody was lying. So yeah, God rest his soul, James yeah. Martin Davis, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. But but uh, you know, so I I think when that thing came up on KFAB, I once again got you know hundred emails that are talking about you again. You yeah. know, and. Um, it it was interest it was an interesting time. I mean, I was like, I I don't know if I could I don't know if I could deal with this pressure full time, you know, being in that arena. You know, it was it was like uh these guys do this all the time and, yeah. and uh Well, and honestly, that's the reason I didn't want to go I didn't I didn't want to be the source on it cuz honestly, Ben Nelson had I mean, I was going I I started in the Nebraska Republican Party with him going back into the 90s and he was governor and the party used to we were the I have to remember back when I early '90s, the only Republican official that we had at that time statewide was Don Stenberg. Both the United States senators were Democrats. The governor's seat was Democrat. Um, most of the row house, uh, the, the state row house, uh, were Democrats too. And so, the state party was a big. I was running the state party at the time, and I remember you know we'd go after Nelson, you know, as any loyal opponent does. Uh, in the early '90s, and, and Nelson, I remember one time called my my boss Phil Young, or the executive director, and and absolutely just tore him a new ass. Um, and Phil just sat there. I mean, Phil had it on speaker, so the entire office is listening to this stuff. And he just let Nelson go on and on, and Nelson went on and on and on for I don't know twenty minutes or more. And it finally just got done talking, and 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 Phil's like, "Merry Christmas." <laughs> That was the end of the call. So I knew that Nelson had a he he was uh um he was tough. I mean he 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 he'd strike back if he knew you were involved in something. So maybe that's why 
in the back of my mind, I didn't I didn't want to have a target on my back because I had stuff to do. Yeah. I just so anyway, gentle Ben I, wasn't and, so and gentle. Ben, ben, Ben's still alive, and one of his business partners is a, a acquaintance of mine. Uh, you know, good guy, but. Um, I'm sure I'll hear about this at some point, but I don't care. I'm, I'm retired, and so is he. So thank you for telling that story. It was fun. Yeah, that's a good story. I, uh, I'm i a runner also, and I, I do some running out in the hills and, and you know, out by where I know where Ben lives at, and I, I'm, I'm waiting to get caught on his security camera and him saying, that's the guy. That's him. <laughs> Stick, set the dogs out on him. Get him. him. <laughs> oh, man. Hilarious. Yeah, but, but like, like I said, I was – that was just very eye-opening for me, the whole situation, you know, because we saw it with our own eyes. It's not like it's hearsay. Yeah. It's we saw this thing well, I, happen. I'll, and I'll swear on the good book with your brother holding it, my man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and, and to hear that, like, that's not the story and to hear that, to hear how it got twisted and changed, um, oh. I, can only, I can only imagine yeah. what goes on. That's the way it rolls. So, yeah. anyway, okay. that's probably my only political story I'm ever going to tell. So, thanks for sharing it with us. You're welcome. Yeah.